Brothers in the Blood, a podcast, all things Gladstone Brothers, produced by Gladstone Brothers Old Boys. All right, David Paul Ahern, 43 years old, president of Gladstone Brothers, 19 years. Some say the uh, pinnacle of what a brother's play should be, a good Catholic boy, church every Sunday. That's correct. Um, married, three boys, all play for brothers. Um Moved down from Rocky, 2002, for work. Yep. Um, so this is our first podcast day. So tell me, who is David Ahern? I just, uh, every day Aussie bloke. Uh, goes to work every day. Like I said, married, three kids. Um, love brothers, love everything to do with brothers. Um, spend a fair bit of time. With, with other people, of course, mowing fields and running water and strapping ankles and anything the club needs, basically. So um, working labour hire, employer uh, sponsors, brothers. Um, shout out to Hilly. Shout out to Damien Hill, uh, GM, Engage. Thanks, Hilly. Um, yeah, basically just love the club and everything to do with it. Beautiful. All right, where did it all start, Dave? We all know you come from Rocky. You played for Rocky Brothers, but yeah. up in Rocky, it's more of a senior football competition. It is, mate. Started it off is. in juniors. It did. Um, my uncle claimed it started off when he gave mum a rugby league week when I was born instead of a woman's day. So he, he's taken credit for my interest in rugby league, and <clears throat> I was lucky enough to have two uncles who are close, close in age, like nine, nine. 12 years older than me, so they were more like brothers and uncles. So there was plenty of backyard footy and all that sort of stuff growing up. And then I started playing for Rockhampton Mini Rugby League when I was six. Beautiful. And three sisters? Three sisters, correct. So you used to sleep with the football, I heard? Correct. <laughs> it, I didn't have, uh, I used to bounce the, the balls coming off walls or trees or anything because there was no one else to, to run out or tackle. So. And where'd your uh, love of the, your beloved sharks come into this? Uh, I think I was about four years old. I was given a pair of hand-me-down shorts, which were Cronulla shark shorts, and uh, I, got, I had to tie them in about thirty-two knots to make sure they fit me. Were um, Cronulla sharks in the competition in nineteen eighty-two? Yes, mate. They yeah, were nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, year before Glasson Brothers was uh, oh, born, yeah. mate. Yeah. So, um, playing your sisters, did you have any rep footy as a juniors? Before you come to the um, Hampton Brothers? Played just schoolboys, played Rocky under 14s, uh, CQs under 17s, and then started the seniors. Played for the Capras as well? Yeah, 1999, played for the Capras. How many games did you have? Nine games. Oh, nine games? Yeah. Doing my research, but better off it was seven. That was nine. And they, they sacked the coach, and the new coach came in, and I wasn't a major fan, so I went back and played for Brothers. Beautiful. All right. So um, early success of Brothers, I think 2000, you won the Extended League, 2000, no? No, mate. No, 98, 99, we won the Extended League. Um, as you, you're aware, we got rolled in the, the 1997, no, it was 96. Oh, Extended League. Extended League Grand Final. By Brothers. Thuggery, some major thuggery from uh, right front rower. High shots galore. But... Uh, yeah, lost. I actually lost two extended league grand finals in the 19s. 
No, I did. Lost uh, brothers, lots of brothers, and lost to Tenham the following year. That's right, Tenham did win it to uh, 97. Yeah, and then um, Paul White was the agri- my first A grade coach, and we went through pretty much undefeated, lost one game. Rolled Wallabies in the grand final. I was 44 16. You rolled? No, we rolled. We rolled them. And what year was that? 98. 98. And then 99? Uh, I think we played Yapoon. And once we won, that was pretty comfortable as well. Yeah. So, Playing with some really, really good teams. Had some big Robbo. Big Robbo, Frank Rolls, Scotty Nunns, Gary Bales. Just, just blokes who are good clubmen, good blokes. And like I've always said, I've never once did I leave the walk out of a Rocky Brothers dressing room where the thought of losing ever crossed your mind. But yeah. Just, they were just good, good teams and good blokes. Yeah, I remember those early days when we used to play. It was always, uh, obviously, you were very competitive, but you. Always seem to manage football games a lot better than we did. Um, control them, I suppose, is another word for them. So uh, we, had, we had Huey Stanley, whose kicking yeah. game was impeccable. Yeah. I think he ran, ran us out of a grand final in 2003. 2003? You test was, your memory. No, we, the year of the dragon, I think yeah, it was. They, um, they got us in 2002 and 2003. 2003 yeah. All right. Um, so, Dave, 2002, you moved down to uh, Gladstone. Yeah, transfer with Fradley and uh, moved to Gladstone. Was it always going to be Gladstone Brothers? Yeah. There's no other options? No. All right. So, moving down, I mean, was there a big culture shock? I mean, 2001, Gladstone Brothers had a bit of success. We made the extended league final and lost. Uh, we won the local against Valleys pretty easily. Um, was it a bit of a culture shock of coming down? I don't want to say a lesser club, but to a club that probably wasn't um, as financial. You know, Rocky Brothers had their own leagues club, yeah. own fields. Um, at the time, we trained at Chanel um, and only, the, only had the shed. It all, um, my first ever training session, I rocked up to Chanel, probably 20 to 6. No other person there, not a, not a, not a soul inside. I think I might have the wrong place. 5 to 6, still the same. Six o'clock on the dot, it's like a convoy of cars come piling through the gate, and that, that continues till a quarter past six. I'm thinking, right, that's how it works down here. <laughs> no one gets to train it early. And um, what was your first year like? Yeah, good. I thoroughly enjoyed it, mate. Moved, moved to Gladstone not knowing, well, I probably knew a handful of people through footy and through work. And my very first night in Gladstone was the 1st of March and TradeLink was sponsoring the state boxing titles at the, the race course. So we had a box there and we've gone along with that and Paddy Busby had, um, had he played for Gladstone Brothers before and he had let Smithy know that I was coming down. Or, and uh, this old bloke comes up to me in the box he said, he introduced himself as Paul Smith, the president of Brothers, and come with me and I'll introduce you to some of the boys. So we went over to the bar and the likes of Matty Jones and Nigel Robinson and a few others were there having a beer because life was fighting that night. Yep. And um, got talking to them and, and Anso and Matty Jones goes, do you want to have a run tomorrow? They were playing a trial game against Tenham. I thought, oh, there, righto. Smithy was A couple of beers in. A couple of beers in. And uh, next day, Smithy was knocking on my door straight after the 7 o'clock match with clearance paperwork. And I played that afternoon. I oh, see so you signed with Rocky Brothers. Yeah. 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 So I played for Rocky Brothers the week before. We had a, my last game was... A, a tour game against Noosa Pirates in Noosa, which was uh, it was just May. It was a good a good way to end it. Actually, it was 
I still remember that game. It was a lot of, a lot of fun. Granbaum might have been playing for the Noosa back then. Oh, no, was he up with us? I'm not sure. No, he was up here. He was up here? Oh, well, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. All right, so... Um, pausing. All right, so, Dave, um, 2002, you started with brothers. You've already talked about the uh, debacle at training, which I believe Brian Hansen was in charge of coaching. Um, what do you remember about those first years? We had, obviously, a successful year. We had a, a really strong side. We made the extended league final year before. Uh, you fitted straight into um, into A grade, playing second row. Yeah, but a second row, not Benny. Matty Jones is the second row partner. He wouldn't let me have... Uh... I played number 11 for Rocky Brothers and I came down here and uh, wasn't allowed to have it because I was Matt's jersey. So. Yeah, fair enough. So good. Old bull, young bull. Old bull, young bull. <laughs> any, um, any, I suppose, funny stories or memorable players from that year? Oh, mate, there's, there's plenty of funny stories, but the thing I remember the most is everyone sort of, it was a barbecue and everyone was there. It was a really tight-knit group. And, that, that group's pretty tight in now. I think we still go away for Masters and that sort of stuff together. And it was a case of someone was, one of the had us all going to the movies on a, on a Thursday night for the cheap night of the movies. And Yeah, I think a lot of things that I remember from those times is obviously playing before Dave comes brothers that we always had an okay side, but then um, those young under-19s come up. So with, dare we say, Ben Platt, Will Jarvis. Will Jarvis. Dino Dow. Dino Dow, Trevor Hooth. And McGrothy running around still. Yeah, so sort of a, a tight-knit guys that were sort of tight together that come up in that I, one when, year. When you say funny stories, mate, I think the, one of the funniest ones was we were playing against Japoon, and Japoon had kicked off, and uh, a front row of ours has had the hit up, got had tackled, jumped up, played the ball, and ran straight to the sideline, and answered us, mate, what are you doing? Yes. What are you doing, Chris Johnson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I've been bull trace. What are you doing, Chris Johnson? Yeah. I've uh, messed myself. First tackle of the match. Shit his pants. <laughs> so um, I suppose moving through, um, as we do this podcast, we're going to have some um, some standard questions that we can obviously change and do out. But your best years, mate, what, what, what's your best years? Counting in Rocky Brothers as well? Um your best oh, years or funnest years you can remember? Mate, the fittest year was 98, where Larry McDonald was the fitness coach for Paul White. I don't think I've ever been fitter. That was, we had a, a good side, it was enjoyable, really enjoyable. Um, Didn't they call you Mr. Perpetual Motion or something back then? Oh, partly, partly did. Yeah. yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, that I remember hearing that before I actually met you. <laughs> good. Yeah. Didn't like the turtle. Yeah. And uh, come down here, they, they're all good years. We, didn't, we could have won. Probably a lot more grand finals than we actually won, but we're competitive every year. We and uh, we played hard. We we partied hard as well, and, and everyone got along. And then even to later years, I, I was packing into the front row with life's kids and people. People you played with, their kids are coming through. So yeah, it was good to see some of these young kids coming through with 18, 19 year olds and playing with the old blokes. And, yeah, I also get a kick like you look at the photos and. Um, with Laith or Dad or Trevor Hooth, you know, holding the grand final trophies, the local grand final trophies, but with their kids and now they, their boys are playing football with us. So. Yeah. And in saying that, some of the girls too, you see the girls who are 
basically adults now that were getting photos in front of the thing as well. Yeah. So in front of the trophies, which is really good. So um, any memorable players? I'd probably, there's probably too many to actually name. Uh, there's been there's plenty of influence on the field. I've always said that Gary Bales is one of the main early influences. He was a lot for Rocky Brothers and just a good bloke, hard worker, just got in, did his job, no complaints, no issues. And uh, then I moved down here. It was a different different style of footy down here. The Gladstone Brothers like to mix it up a bit more. So there was no, no backward step. There's been plenty of times there was blues going on. Or, Stand inside the ref because I didn't know what was going on. It was yourself throwing a few punches. Oh, I remember and, that game against Warabindu. Yeah, it was a Munzee cracked me from behind and it was a cracker. And then Lay falls back and says that he was having trouble breathing because he held his breath in his punches. So I'm pretty sure he held his breath for about five minutes. You are the back holding Kanowski's hand, I believe. That's, that's true, mate. And so then I went and helped the four blokes that were in the garden bit that Lay put there. Yeah. All right, so no work into players. Um, any grand finals that stick out? I thought we, I thought we probably let ourselves down a bit in the two thousand two one. That was the seventy nine one. Um, that was that. Against that was Rocky, in Rocky Brothers. That was against Rocky Brothers. That was the night we 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 borrowed a set of jerseys because they clashed, and some some of the boys took to the sleeves with some scissors. Were they? Were they? Uh... I choose not to say where they're from, Ben. Okay. <laughs> Crimination. Okay. But um, That's I, right. I, I think, forgot um, all about that. I think we went in thinking that we were. I think we could have played a lot better than what we did, and Matty Barkley blew us off the park in the first half. Just was a dummy half scoots, and that was. I think that wasn't disappointing, but that's the one I think we let ourselves down a little bit on. I think the two thousand three one. Was Huey Stanley kicked us out of the game? Held us very low points. I think in the second half, I don't think we scored at all. No, we couldn't get out of our end. So. From memory, all right. Good ones. Ones you remember. Ones we won. Mate, I didn't play in a winning extended league for Gladstone Brothers. No, me neither. Not a senior one anyway. I thought we had a chance. Two thousand seven. I did my knee in the semi, and we lost the lost the grand final of North. That was a close one. I don't know if you like the ones they said. It's all about consolation. Injuries, you don't, I don't really remember you being injured, but I was reading a newspaper article from uh, from back in the day and you're out for six weeks with injured shoulder, which I couldn't remember. But yeah, that's right. Oh, Colbert. Yeah, there's another Norse one. Norse, Norse have been sort of a nemesis. But, uh, so I popped my shoulder against Norse early. Now I did my knee against Norse. Well, lifted and hurt me ribsy and she pooed one game, broken thumb, reconstructions. So, it hasn't been a. Um, so, no major injuries then? Yeah, it hasn't been a. I wouldn't say that, an unblemished injury record. But. All right. Characters around the football club. So, I guess um, we'll talk about Chris Jenkins. You brought him down, Jenko. He passed away last year. Yeah, top bloke, mate. Top um, bloke is a, is a heart and soul of any footy club you go to. You just. He'd give you the shirt off his back, sledge you for it, but never expect anything back in return. No. But he had plenty of, um, he'd ring you up and just, you'd say hello and he'd just go into a rant and spray you and call you every name under the sun. And he'd always finish with, my good chat to you. Yeah, you I, I suppose when he, since he moved to Brizzy, I'd, it'd be years before, in between I'd talk to him and I'd ring him or 
my phone would ring this hello and he'd go g'day fat ass and he'd be straight up you and yeah. um bloke, mate. he was a good bloke and he i know when he first come down to gladstone brothers you turn up at training like bull trace you're fat c-u-n-t and you're thinking who the hell is this i have no idea who this is yeah, mate, he, he, um, he was the same for everyone. It was never a, he wouldn't change who he was for yeah, anyone. I, yeah. I reckon he'd call the Queen, he'd call the Queen, same sort of names. Yeah, he called us. He was a good bloke. And that day he got hit with the football. Oh, and he fully slipped over under the water. Over on the grand final, they run the water out and he slipped over in front of the grandstand. But didn't miss a beat, jumped up. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, characters, mate. Any characters you remember? Fondly, we had a few back in the day. Chris Johnson, Sterling. Sterling was one. He was just a nutcase. But um, he's uh, probably going to listen to this in inside in Sing Sing. In Sing, <laughs> as much as we got your back, Sterling. As much as we put a heap of shit on blokes like Ben Platt, mate. He took it on his chin. He's always he's always good for a sledge and a laugh. Like and a couple of times I've seen different people having a crack at him and he just gives it back just as much so he'd be a character yeah played as good but as far as like i don't think any, we, anyone's really run amok to the point where we've gone we've got to put you in line it's it's sort of a a club where everyone's everyone sort of knows the limit where that would how far they can push the boundary you say chris johnson smithy's probably a lot to a lot to handle a lot to Thank for that, because I know I've worked through a billion in months on a bus oh, trip, right, and uh, but he sort of pulled, he sort of pulls it all in line. So he was only in his early eighties, pretty defensive. <sighs> Didn't like my songs on the way back from Billow. No, he still mentions that too. But he's got a good memory. That's right. That's so, right. talking about Smithy, mate, you took over from Smithy in two thousand and fourteen. Correct. Uh, the new Pope was ignited. The black smoke went out, and um, what do you? What are your? I suppose I believe you're the right person to take over. But what do you? Was there any hesitation on taking over Smitty, or are you always? Oh, definitely hesitation, mate. The massive shoes to fill. Like Smitty, Smitty gave pretty, pretty much him and him and Betty gave their life to brothers. And um, when he first approached me, he said, "Come around for a cup of tea," and I went around for a cup of tea and had a chat. Bit of fruitcake, yeah. and mate, he, he laid it out, but I, I didn't think I could contribute the amount of time he contributed to it. Yeah, and still, I don't. I still, I know there's plenty of I do plenty of hours and stuff for the club, but I don't think it's still still pales in comparison to what what they did. Yeah, what they what the past committees have done. So, but we're moving forward. Definitely, shed, shed looks good. Um, do you think there's been much of a uh, loss of the extended league, Dave? I can't even remember when it um, disappeared. Do you think that was detrimental to football in Gladstone or something that needed to happen? It's a tough one, Benny, because there's a lot of um, a lot of variables in there that probably caused caused it or contributed to extended league not going ahead one is travel we had we had difficulty getting players to travel uh, there was a couple of games there we played yeah, like yeah. north uh, oh sorry Yapoon was one rocky brothers was another where like the reggie boys just stayed out in the field and played played a grade there was no we didn't have enough people traveling 
the cost to each club to travel was um, growing. I had to hire a, hire a coach. It was nearly two grand to hire a coach. Yeah. yeah. But you'd get on the coach and there'd be 10 people on it. Yeah. So then if you hired a, a minibus, you have to find a driver and yeah. off and it was time as well. So I, I, football-wise, I think the quality of football was better. Yeah. When you're playing... You're playing against 10, 10 teams or nine teams in a, in a 10 team comp. You had to be better to mix it with those sides, like the Yapoons, the Rocky Brothers, the Norths. But then you come back to a local league, which I know both Rocky and Gladstone are doing their best to keep rugby league alive, but you're playing the same team seven times a year. Yeah. And that's that's no fun for anyone. Like you need a bit of. Bit of a ride, mate. A good bus trip never hurt anyone. Yeah, I suppose, and I just think about it. And I've been out of the plane for many years. But I, I think five five times a year you'd go away, and, yeah. and you used to look forward to them. But yeah. I, I still remember at the end that we were very short. And I still, I think there needs to be. I'd love to see the QRL get involved and look at doing something like that, whether it be a one round comp of Rocky Gladstone, even Emerald, or even Bundaberg, just to mix yeah. it up a bit, so you're not playing the same teams every week mate. it doesn't even have to be your whole club it can be one grade or if, if one club can't feel the two sides or three yeah. sides or it is you don't have to you you feel what you can yeah and i think that possibly bring more people back to the game because like the rugby league's lost ground in bush areas not to other sports but just to life itself like work commitments and yeah the 24 7 rostering of players you have you never have the same team two weeks in a row. Yep. But they're, they're battles that everyone faces. It's not just not just central Queensland. It's probably majority. Like Gladson, just because of the industrial nature of all the work here, it's where some clubs might have to have 50 players to cover. Well, Gladson clubs need to have 70 just to yeah. cover the, the rostering. So Rotating there's, rosters. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things to think about when people say we should have a CQ comp again and that. It's my all for it. I'd love to have a CQ comp again, but just the amount of work that's got to go into that to make sure you one competitive, two you've got numbers, but then you've also got your volunteers off the field, and that the, they might be able to get there one weekend. And so you've yeah. got to have six strappers and first aids, and there's a lot of there's a lot a lot of uh, variables in there that you might be competitive one week and you're getting beaten by nine of the next week. It's just out of your control. Yep. All right, we'll move on. All right, Dave, um, coming to the uh, end of the interview, life after football. Well, there is no life after football for you. Uh, you'll obviously that, play next... You'll have one game next year for your 20th year. A big chance, mate. Yeah. It says they want the rule and you've got to get a doctor's certificate when you're over 40, mate. It's... You've got to find the right Indian doctor. Find Indian doctor? I've got a good one for you. Dr. Sinbad. All right. So coming to the end of the podcast, um, any, what are you looking forward to, Brothers 2022? Mate, just to build on, build on the, the club spirit and I'd say club buy-in that we had this year. Um, the kids that are playing now, I call them kids, but they're all young men. Um, they they buy in everything we try and do, the raffles, uh, post-game, anytime we put a, any sort of function on or we're doing anything, they, they're much like we were at, at that age. So they sort of really get behind any anything we do. We're planning another 
another toad racing day and I'm sure that'll be a packed out event but just that uh, everyone just the brothers are competitive on and off the field and we continue continue building on past successes and the hard work of people who have come before us. Beautiful. Thank you, David. Thanks, Benny.